Hello and welcome to Money Life News and Views. I am Devashish Pasu. This week we are going to talk about what is often called the K-shaped economy or the K-shaped growth. Now, last week I was talking to the director of a company which makes appliances. And he said pots and pans are not selling well. Pots and pans meaning pressure cookers and kitchen appliances and all of that. Now, on the other hand, there is a company called Ethos. It is a luxury and premium watch retailer. A kind of brands it sells is Omega, Le Coultre, Panerai, Bulgari, Longines, Baume and Mercier and Tissot, Remo Y, etc. Each of these products cost lakhs of rupees. Now, how did how is Ethos doing compared to the kitchen appliances company which is struggling? Ethos reported a 44% increase in sales and 262% increase in net profit for the March quarter. Now, pots and pans and appliances are not the only thing that's not selling well. Earlier, there was literally a collapse in sales of underwear from companies like Lux and Dollar and Page Industries. The stocks have fallen quite a bit because of that. Two-wheeler sales are at the same level as they were in 2012. Who would have thought so? Given the, nature, the, given the quality of Indian public transport system uh, everywhere, the first thing people think of is buying a two-wheeler. But two-wheelers are, two are not selling. And it's like for two to, two to three years now. Now, this kind of lopsided growth where a company like Ethos is selling extremely well. BMW sales are up 37%. Mercedes-Benz wants to make more cars. It's a great market for India. This kind of econo economy where luxury products are selling well, whereas items of mass consumption are not. This is called a K-shaped economy or K-shaped growth or K-shaped recovery. Why? Because the upper arm of K, which is the luxury products, are doing well. And the lower arm of the K, which is uh, mass products are doing badly. Now, why is this happening? Why is it that, uh, that the rich are doing very well if the last, vast majority of the people are not able to? Now, I'm coming to the reason, but this is quite a chatter. A lot of people are talking about it, right? So, the government in response to this uh, some time ago, and I mentioned this um, two weeks ago, announced that it is going to um, increase long-term capital gains which is tax the rich more now this as i said is a silly idea and of course there was a lot of uproar and the government immediately backtracked but the genie is out of the bottle this is going to come back sooner or later but as i said you know taxing the rich a bit more is not going to change anything a few thousand crore of rupees here and there in an economy so big it's not going to give government any additional resources to do anything for the poor it is just all talk it's all political talk right because uh, it's uh, it, it doesn't work there's no economics behind this now the government really has to get to the bottom of the k-shaped growth to know uh, why some people have more money to spend and the others have less now why is India experiences the, experiencing this kind of situation? I don't know uh, why the poor don't have more money. But I thought they would because the government has all of these schemes and it came up with this brilliant idea of jam, which is jam for the poor, which is Jandan, Aadhaar and mobile. 
the holy trinity which is supposed to deliver benefits to them directly on the through their phones and cut out all middlemen and leakage and all of that and and those schemes have grown it's not that this government has reduced any of those schemes if number of schemes have grown more money is allocated for the poor and delivery is better but still the people have less money to spare why is this so maybe because inflation in real life is higher than the official number so people are all the time struggling to catch up to sap the purchasing power of the middle classes and the poor as it were so that's about the lower part which is of the k which is why the poor don't have money what about the upper part why is the 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 luxury item selling much more and i i think i have a, a kind of guess for that and i'll go to the issue of corruption which is one of the according to me one of the main reasons last april something quite unusual happened in india which is forever ranked ranked pretty low in the transparent transparency internationals global ranking of corruption perception index what happened is this in karnataka contractors handling government projects went on a strike and they openly accused the bharatiya janata party which was ruling the state which still is ruling until elections are over of demanding 40% commission to award project, projects one of the contractors even committed suicide unable to pay pay up this kind of bribe many bjp politicians the contractors alleged are bringing in their own people as contractors turning their own family members into this business and pushing out the earlier guys now the same accusation got leveled again in august april then again in august last year and by now the everybody was referring to the state government as a 40% government welfare programs of the state seem to have i mean it was alleged i don't know how far it's true ground to a halt because another association of contractors who handle the government's residential school projects too wrote to the chief minister saying that too much of bribes are being demanded and for to clear the bills now corruption is rife everywhere in states municipalities panchayats although it may have exceeded all limits in karnataka as this example says which businessman goes on strike uh, protesting about corruption they just pay up and get on with it but every week if you notice somewhere or the other somebody or the other is getting uh, picked up by either state anti corruption department or the central government's arm for having amassed tens of crores of rupees far more what their income level is we all know there are lots of government officials retired ias officers bankers who are staying in flats in bombay which cost 20 crores 30 crores 40 crores where have they got this money from in february 22 v n khare who is a former chief justice of the supreme court gave an interview to the outlook magazine where he openly said corruption is rampant in the lower courts anybody who's gone to the court knows this now widespread corruption is holding back india's economic growth for these reasons one it kills the virtuous cycle of enterprise productivity and wealth creation rampaging corruption also sends out the vile signal that it's all right to take money 
especially for those who are in power, which is always the Netas and the Babus, quite, and it's quite all right to acquire undeserved wealth and spending power. You can just see the obscene amount of money that is being spent in weddings all around us, from, presumably from people who cannot have, could not have sort of saved up that kind of money. A decade ago, Bharatiya Janata Party came to power with the promise of eliminating corruption. It was a very successful campaign, demonized the previous government for all kinds of things, including deep corruption. What did the government do? It took a few steps initially. One, it came up with a new law or amended and almost a new law, prohibition of Benami property transaction tax 2016 that would confiscate Benami property. Benami property is everywhere. The income tax laws are so strict that you cannot hold property in your name and not get caught. But as of September 2021, the government of India had attached or confiscated Benami assets worth only 7,000 crore. The second step was demonetization, which was billed as, which was advertised. And a lot of people, a lot of intelligent people, doctors, engineers, bankers, you know, capital market people, financial planners, everybody was saying that, you know, this is one thing that's going to ferret out uh, black money. But it did nothing of that sort. All the money came back and only caused enormous hardship to the poor. Then in 2018, for some strange reason, the government amended what is called the Prevention of Corruption Act. It brought an amendment in 2018, making it harder to investigate and prosecute corrupt public servants. Now, nobody knows why the government did this. Because even before this dilution, according to some estimates, the conviction rate under PCA, that is Prevention of Corruption Act, was just under 20%. Now, is the government really interested in rooting out corruption? Well, given the evidence so far, it doesn't seem so. In fact, in an interview with Karan Thapar, former governor of Jammu and Kashmir, Satyapal Malik said, PM Modi has no real problem with corruption. We don't know if it's true, but the facts are probably with Mr. Malik. Last time, I pointed out that for a poor country to become prosperous, the following things are required. A long period of steady growth. It can't be up and down, 7% one year and 3% next year. But this growth has to be accompanied by low inflation, about 2 to 3%, and low interest rates, and also a stable currency. Now, these things, interest rate, inflation, and currency, these are all like temperature of the body. If it's higher, which means there is an infection, just as a higher temperature would signal an infection inside the body. What is the infection in case of, of, the, uh, of the economy? Why are interest rates higher, inflation higher, and the rupee is weak? For a whole lot of structural issues. I mentioned some of them last time, which are inability of businessmen to respond quickly to higher demand because of a lot of frictional cost of doing business, red tape, across the country from panchayats, talukas to right up to the center. But there's another factor which shows that the economy is infected just like a body is and that is corruption. Deep level of corruption that India has creates a higher cost economy, reduces investment, saps or reduces enterprise. People are not interested in following, you know, and looking up to people who create wealth by the right means, lower product, lowest productivity, 
and ultimately shows up in all of these three factors that I talked about, which is inflation, weak currency and also interest rates. If any of these things are getting better, you would know the structurally economy is getting better. Now, which is why a lot of people say, well, if somebody is corrupt, he's making additional money, but he's spending it, right? So it goes back into the economy. So there's an economic justification that corruption doesn't matter as long as the money circulates. But no, that's not correct. Corruption is not a moral issue. It is eventually an economic issue because all of these things happen. There are no role models to follow. The role models that you see around are, are, are people who have power and abuse their power and have amassed disproportionate wealth. That's not the role model for any economy. So we have to reduce corruption drastically and that's not difficult to do if we ever want to become a you know, $5 trillion economy, superpower, these are catchwords and catchphrases, but we are not going to get there unless corruption is reduced dramatically and also, as I said, structural issues are resolved. I hope you liked what I said. If you did, please subscribe and share. Thanks for watching.